Hey everybody, welcome to Big Black Girl, Small Kink World. I know it's been a bit, it's been a little bit of time, it's been a wild month. Um, so, just wanted to say that um, this year, this month, was the first official year, so it was Big Black Girl, Small Kink World's birthday, and I, you know, spent a lot of time, um, just getting my stuff together. So I'm sorry for these late episodes, but they will both be coming out. One today, and then I'll do one for New Year's, uh, one tomorrow. And so I just wanted to give you guys a little update. Um, this one is specifically about dominance with a good friend of mine named Julian. And I hope you really enjoy um, the episode because I had a lot of fun. We both had a lot of fun doing it. So thank you guys, and I hope you enjoy. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And thanks for being around um, for this year of exploration. Um, feel free to follow me on Instagram, same, na same name, Big Black Girl, Small Kink World. Uh, Facebook, same name, group, Big Black Girl, Small Kink World. Um, and then uh, we've got Tumblr, Big Black Girl, Small Kink World as well. I'm less busy because, you know, this is a kink, kink thing and they've definitely gotten rid of most of their, you know, kink allowable options um but yeah so follow me leave messages rate the podcast let me know what you guys think thank you for being here for a year all right let's get into it welcome back to big black girl small kink world i'm here with my good friend julian Pleasure. and we're gonna talk about yeah we're gonna talk about dominance today and, um, you know, my, my run-in with dominance, we'll see if it sticks, but, you know, um, my, my trial period, and then also just about dominance in general, just get a, get a feel of what it's, what it's about and, like, why it's an important role in a lot of people's lives and, you know, what it can really do in, in a DS situation. So... Julian, we're gonna start with some questions. Well, I guess first we should talk about how we met, right? How did we how did we meet? Certainly. Um, we met on Facebook in a group that was called at the time the Love Lounge. Um, <laughs> I was Oh no, I lost you. Are you still talking? Oh no. Oh no, Julian. Just that's it. Test. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I, okay, I don't know what was going on. I'm right. I have the microphone wiped by my mouth. Uh, it's okay. I mean, I think it might be our connection. It might not be so great because, like, usually I have like a pretty fucked up internet connection. And I'm trying to like work through, but damn, yeah, I don't know. It might be because you're like, you know, I have we have a shitty connection and you're far away. But um, I did have somebody on that was from Boston. So, well, uh, what I was saying was that we met on a great Facebook group that at the time was called the Love Lounge. 
uh, it was for like-minded people to co-mingle and talk about life and love and sex and kink and anything else that they wanted to. And you and I just clicked. We found out we had a lot in common. Yeah, a lot in common in opposite ways. Like most of the time, I'm pretty submissive and you're dominant. And so we just sort of sort of like meshed that way, which was very beneficial. <laughs> yes. <that way. laughs> yes, it was. Um, so let's see. I mean, I, I enjoyed that group. I'm not sure if it was great, but it was definitely a group that was fun. So that was cool. Yeah. It had, its, it had its moments. <laughs> but um, let's just jump right in. Um, so what initially drew you to kink? And when you ex- like when you got into kink, what, what helped you figure out that you were dominant? Well, uh, my introduction to kink was not as conventional as a lot of people's. A lot of people will say, well, I got into it through BDSM, or I knew I liked spanking, or I knew I wanted a collar, or things like that my beginning was a bit more intermediate to advanced it was a cuckold relationship quite right yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, before i ever got into collars or whips or chains or anything like that i was involved in a cuckold interracial breeding triad that's a lot of words that my readers, that my listeners do not understand. Oh, well, <laughs> like, vocab, vocab's a part of it. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. So you said that you you guys were a cuck a cold a cuckold triad or triad, right? Triad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah. How, how's that start? Like, how's that work? What What were your okay. What was your role? Okay. So cuckolding is a specific kind of kink. That is a man who not only does not mind his wife having sex with another man, he gets off on it. And there are various reasons why he could. Maybe he has an inferiority complex or a small dick, or maybe it's that he just gets off on the rush of seeing his wife, you know, be with someone else, but he's in control of it. You know what I mean? Um, There's several reasons why. And then some of them, when it goes to breeding, they literally want their wife to be impregnated by someone else. And that was the situation you were in. So you actually, like, have a child from the situation, right? You'll be 16 in January. Right. Okay. That's, like, I remember I did my race episode, my race play episode, and that was kind of a part of it. Was it, did it have anything to do with race play for you guys, or was it just, like, something that just happened? No, it, it didn't, because they're both very neutral when it comes to that. Like, they're not... Like, for instance, with her, I was the first like person she had ever been with. And he's from Connecticut. He's not very, you know, they're not Southern and all. Ooh, this is like back on the plantation. It was nothing like that. It, w- <laughs> it was more like uh, they both knew me. I knew them before they were married separately and together. I helped get them together. But yeah. I guess it's just something that had been on her mind because she was just like, well, I love him, but I've always been attracted to you. And I talked to him about it. And he says, this is okay, so we can do this. In fact, he said, if we want to do, like, you know, get involved in threesomes or this and that or him watching, like, it wasn't a, oh, we're doing this behind your back. It was, no, I fully condone this. Okay, so it was like, as most BDSM and kink is supposed to be, there was definite communication. You guys understood what was going on. And then when the when the child like when it she became pregnant, it was like an accident or something like that. Like it wasn't planned, it, but you guys worked with it, like all of you together, right? Exactly, and they're still married to this day. Okay, cool. So then, 
when that started for you, where were you in your in your sexual journey or, or kink journey? Like, what were you doing at that time? Well, in that moment, I started to, because when I started to look into that, I started to see other sections of BDSM and try to see where I fit in. Well, I knew early on that I am not a submissive person. Not because, you know, <laughs> it's funny because being black and especially being a black man, it's it's very rare to find a black male submissive because I mean come on we were raised from birth to not play that shit not saying that yeah. there aren't ones out there but if they were they were taught to repress it because just to exist we have to be dominant you have to be a lion or what are you you know what I mean but yeah, for me it was more of a well I know I'm on top <laughs> I, I, I know that um, but I took that as a point of pride because I saw a lot of guys come and go and women who call themselves doms where I'm like no you're not a dom you're just an asshole or you're just someone who <laughs> wants to get their way and they don't even know what their way is the very core of being dominant is first control yourself if you can't control yourself you ain't shit you're a bully you're a potential rapist you're a manipulator you're this you're that but you are not a dominant dominants have to first dominate themselves if you can't control you, you ain't about to tell nobody else what to do and not have them enjoy it. So, so by control, like, I just want to be, like, I want to make it clear. You don't mean, like, like, you mean controlling, like, every aspect, like, your emotions, uh, how you react to a submissive, and then, like, what you're doing in the scene, right? Because the scene isn't about you. It's about what you're trying to provide for the submissive, right? So you mean control in a lot of different areas, not just like control from, I guess, you know, not attacking somebody because they're all tied up and stuff like that, but also yeah. controlling your emotions and how you feel and like what you're experiencing and like working through it, right? Yeah, because let me express this in all, in, in like no uncertain terms to everybody who's new to dominant submission. In case you didn't know, the sub's really in charge always has been and always will be there's a joke about it we call it dummy from the bottom because <laughs> in any legitimate dom sub relationship the sub can stand up and say fuck you motherfucker anytime she wants or he wants if they really mm-hmm. were like no i'm not feeling this right now I'm, I'm really not or i'm upset or i feel uncomfortable or i have to go to the bathroom or you said something <laughs> that put me off or you know i just uh, a flashback from when i was eight just came out and i want to stop right now that dom uh-huh. be ready to stop on a dime not even right. questioning not a oh I'm sorry I was in the moment fuck you and your moment the moment consent is rescinded because people think once it's given that's it it can be rescinded yeah. given and rescinded and given and rescinded and given and mm-hmm. that's any free will human being's prerogative but what dominance is <clears throat> excuse me is you found somebody who wishes to give you or rather let you borrow that power because you cannot take it there is no taking it not really so that's rape <laughs> so no yeah emotion so there's like a go ahead no i was saying emotionally physically or any other way the moment you take someone's power that's evil but if someone gives you that power and says i trust you to use it mm. oh that can be so much fun but you better know what you're doing yeah um, I guess that's kind of one of the reasons why Fifty Shades of Grey usually upsets a lot of dominance because there was multiple times where even when they were discussing like 
rules and things like that where he totally disregarded her emotions and like what she was experiencing and like how she felt and so it was like <laughs> watching that movie a lot of people who are actually into kink and are actually into ds dynamics um were upset with the idea that he was like a, a dominant and like a good one <laughs> because uh, you know he he made her sign a contract but it was like no that contract was bullshit and she didn't like any of that shit <laughs> like I always, uh, I always tell people if you really want to watch a movie that displays a really great dom sub dynamic, Secretary with James Spader and uh, uh, what's her name, Gyllenhaal. Whew. Yeah, Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that, that's more like it because you, excuse me, while I fan myself. Yeah, because you saw the <laughs> smile on her face when she was sitting to dinner with her family on the phone with him. It's like. We're having this and this. Okay, you may have one spoonful of mashed potatoes, four peas, and this and this. She had a smile the whole. She wasn't sitting there starving, going, "Oh my God, my dom's such an asshole. I'm so hungry." She got off on it, you know. Right. Yeah. And there's lots of different ways that a dominant can, you know, like agreements that the dominant can make with their submissive. It doesn't have to be like I have been as a submissive presented with a contract that was bullshit by the way but like you know i have seen contracts and stuff it's not like that stuff is like some people enjoy that you know but other people enjoy different aspects of submission like it all depends on the ds dynamics that you guys set up together and it can be a number of things as long as everybody is consenting and available quite in fact for those things uh i knew a couple back in albuquerque who are not only dom and sub but married and they Uh are very proud of the fact that in their house and they are such goals as far as it comes to relationship. <laughs> they are happily married. Uh-huh. They were high school sweethearts. They're dom sub in their home, their three bedroom home. They have like the pictures and the wedding pictures of mom and dad and this and that and little knickknacks and uh, the yard and the picket fence. And then they have their dungeon and Nick oh. and Andrew's cross and the cabinet full of lips and this and this and that. And the horse uh, is literally framed their contract signed with a quill pen by both of them and the last line of the contract is if she, if, if she feels at any time a uncomfortable b feeling disrespected by sir or c wishing to end this relationship it may be rescinded at any time at her whim having said that everything else along the itemized line was you will do this for sir you will submit to sir's needs this and this and that but they were signed in her own hand you see what I'm saying? Like, I submit because I yeah. choose to. I want to be this to you, not you caught me out in the woods and dragged me back to your cave. I was trying to get caught, <laughs> you know? I just want to be caught hey, by hey. someone worthy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no no shame to the people who get dragged into caves. Yeah, 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 uh, but all of it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Captain Kate, man, <laughs> shaming. <laughs> No, but that, that's, that's really, that is goals. Wow. How, how lucky to meet somebody in high school and just mesh that way. Oh. That's a that's a movie and, waiting to happen. And she's a firecracker. She is so, because we, we would sit around like, you know, blazing and telling stories about it. And she goes, I love people because we're very, they're very open about their relationship. And even like maintenance and uh-huh. people who come over will know what they are and be like, whoa, what's this room for? Well, this is mine and service. <laughs> oh, so you're a submissive, huh? Well, how about you go get me a cup of coffee? How about you eat a dick? I'm submissive to him. <laughs> him. My dad can't talk to me the way that man right there can talk to me. Because I chose him. I picked him. 
Man, that's hot. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. Oh, it's, every time she talks like that, he just goes and puts on the Cleveland Brown smug suspenders. Ah! <laughs> he's a really cool dude. He's not, a, he's not an asshole. He's not domineering. He's none of those things. He's like me. And I think that was one of the things we want to talk about. What kind of dom I am. Oh, well, we're going to absolutely get there. But before we get there, I wanted to ask, um, what does exercising your dominance and your dominant style, how does that make you feel as a, as a dominant man? Oh, 10 feet tall with solid gold drawers on. I mean, <laughs> and, and it's because I follow the, the Tao Te Ching version of it, of, of the kind of leadership mm-hmm. it provides. And, and in the Tao, they believe that there are four different kinds of leader ranked from lowest to highest. And the lowest is the one who's hated, obviously. <laughs> Next is the oh, one. Yeah. Next is the one who's feared. You rule out of fear, but the moment they don't fear you, or someone more fearsome comes, then you, that's over. Next yeah. is the one who's loved, because love can be fleeting, love can fade, love can be taken away, love can be misrepresented. They only love you as long as you're given the moment. They're not getting what they want out of you. The love goes away. The highest form of leader is the one of whom the people aren't even aware. So that when they accomplish something, they say, we ourselves did it. For me, doming means I'm bringing out the best in you. And in your kink, the best in you might have a collar around her neck. The best in you might be acting like a 1950s I Love Lucy class housewife who vacuums in pearls and high heels until her man comes home, kisses her on the cheek. He serves her, she serves him dinner, rubs his shoulders and gives him head, you know? That might be what gets her off, but she's not going to do that for any old asshole. So unlike the submissive who goes, oh my God, I was worthy enough to be chosen by him. I'm the kind of dominant that gets the power from She chose to put it in my hand. She chose to lay down at my feet. That is the greatest power in the world. It's almost like, I know this sounds a bit dramatic, worship. Because when they talk about it, when when Christians talk about it, they go, God, why doesn't God just make us love him? Because he wants to give you the choice to not even acknowledge his existence and still choose to love him. Your parents don't want to force you to love you. They'll force you to respect them, but they can't force you to love them. They got to hope in 18 years they've done the right things to where you will love them and take care of them when they're old and gray. By the same token, as a dominant, my goal isn't to take you by the neck and throw you in a room. But well, that's one of my goals. But uh, my, <laughs> my main goal is to keep that same look of adoration. Just look at me like I'm so glad you're my dom. That makes me feel proud. It makes me feel complete. That makes me feel complete. It's gotten, it's gotten pretty warm in this room. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, so since we've gone over uh, that, like, I, I'm thinking about my my dominant experience. It only happened, like, once or twice. And it did feel very good to have adoration for my submissive. Even though I was like, you know, obviously, Julian, you know, like, I'm, I'm super submissive. It's something that I really enjoy, and I, I feel like that it's a very serious part of myself. But it was very fun to exercise this dominant part and see if I could do it. And I totally understand what you mean. Like the way he felt, you know, like when we were together doing these things, it felt like, I don't know, it felt like 
very empowering and I, w- I was very proud as well like it was just nice to see him so happy with what happened and everything like that it was very um, fun I was going to say that a, a submissive friend of mine who taught me early on because she was an older submissive and it's funny because the best teacher for a dom is an older submissive they almost like to mother or father young doms going okay let me tell you the mistakes to not make now before you really piss somebody off alright <laughs> yeah. you know and it's Smart, you'll listen. <laughs> Even a young dom might look at, like a 25-year-old dom might look at a 40-year-old submissive and be like, girl, this and this and this, shut your mouth, youngster. Even a lion, <laughs> even a lion was a cub at one point, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah. uh, but what they'll say, God, I lost my train of thought. Uh, okay. Actually, submissive teaching uh, a young dominant. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah. Um, teaching them that it's not about you and it never was the art comes from the power comes from playing that game that's what it was that game that we used to play when we were kids of trust like fall backwards and I'll catch you mm-hmm. and and uh-huh. to me it was always scarier to be the person doing the catching and here's why what if you miss what if they're too heavy what if you let them fall down and bust their damn head open? And that's why when you do catch them and they have that look of, <sighs> even though they knew you really weren't going to let them fall, they feel relieved because you caught them. Yeah. Submissive is the same way going, God, he's going to catch me, he's going to catch me, he's going to be another asshole, he's going to belittle me, is he going to rape me, is he going to tell all his friends and giggle, is he going to pop off in a minute and a half? Is he going to smack my ass one time and say I'm kinky and I'm a dumb? Is this going to blow up in my face? Oh my God. This... Damn it. I lost you. Julian. Come back. It comes and goes. I don't know where it went, but I'm still here talking. There okay, are. there we go. Um, but yeah, I was saying that when a when a submissive can truly cut loose, you know, like I know this dom's got me. I know that no matter what I do, no matter what I say, no matter what thought comes out of my mind from the dark recesses that I want to express to someone, shit, I wouldn't confess to my priest. Things I would not tell my best friend that there's stuff that in there that I think I'm going to hell over. And I wish there was just one person on this earth that I could not only express these things to, but act them out with. Because if I could do them, I could feel not only free, but heaven forbid, normal. Like, it's okay to get off while a belt's tied around your neck and you have something in every orifice. That's okay. Because you found because oh. you found a sexual partner that not only doesn't run away from that, but knows how to do it without hurting you. Hmm. Uh, oh, that sounded so romantic yeah, for some and, reason. And, and the most important <laughs> factor isn't doing it like it's a chore. I know some some guys who are so vanilla. They're like, ah, oh, she wants all kinds of freaky shit. Can I just get on top of you and pump until I come? God, get your lame ass out of here. And that, that's not to say there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> But don't say you like kink just to get the, the pussy or the dick and then not be able to fulfill. You know what I mean? Like, now, yeah. unless you're prepared to look, watch YouTubes on attaching electro stem, unless you're prepared to do proper enemas <laughs> in order to make anal better, unless you're prepared 
to literally set up a room to do these things and to learn how to cane correctly and to, you know, blah, no, you in it all the way or not at all. And don't, don't halfway it because you'll hurt somebody emotionally and physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Because I feel like domination, like just being dominant doesn't require a lot of study. Like I, that was the one thing I was worried about was like, man, now I have to like learn all this stuff because I want to do it safely. And I want to do, I want to be clear and fair. And I want to know how to communicate what I'm trying to do. And he wasn't as well versed. So it had to be me, you know, because I was the one that was in control. So it was like, I had to also push him to find out what he was looking for and what the experience was. Like he had to find the words and the terms. So I gave him a book to read as well. Like it was something that I felt like we were going to have to go through and go over together. And it's like one of those things, it does take a lot of learning to really understand what a person wants because you're not supposed to like you're not supposed to like make the scene like with them yeah i mean you can talk about it you can talk about what you want to do and what their boundaries are and then you work within the boundaries and what they want to do but they're not they, sometimes like they don't have to know every single thing you know so it's like you have to sort of understand where you know where their boundaries start and all that takes with like all that's conversation and communication and just like understanding what you can do and how to work it in a safe and consensual way so yeah it was that was one of the things it was daunting i was like man i have to read up on all these different things and yeah especially aftercare that's more important than the sex yeah yeah we'll definitely get there let's um let's talk about uh the type of dominant you are there's a lot of different types here Mm -hmm. um and I gave you this list. Um, let's see. Let's see this list. We're going on type of dominance. This, the first one is a top. Like this list I agree with because it seems very modern. I feel like a lot of people think that there's like four types of dominance. There's like, you know, uh, like a like a top and then a daddy dominance and then um, an, a master and then an owner. And those are like different, mm-hmm. you know, there's different things. But there's so many different kinds. Like there's also financial doms, which require that they're submissive give them some type of tribute or payment there's um there are daddies and mommies who are like take a more nurturing role there's masters and mistresses um who sort of master a specific craft like rope or you know some type of impact play or something and that's kind of what they focus on what kind of uh dominant would you consider yourself and the funny part is i've met and know the entire gamut of the ones you just described i know masters who specialize in fire or needle play or impact play i know daddies i know mommies you know i know owners who literally have multiple slaves so on and so forth um i'm Mm -hmm. somewhere between a daddy dominant and what's called a soft dom and the reason why is because (laughs) i'm a pacifist in life And this is another thing for any aspiring dominant. If you have anger issues, just don't. Don't. Don't don't even, no. Don't unleash yourself upon this lifestyle. That's wrong. Unless you somehow find some kind of masochist who's just ultra into that. In which case, both of you should seek some counseling. But but yeah, do not take out your anger. Me, I'm more like, because I'm passive in other aspects of my life, sexually is really the only way I release aggression and if there was a kind of aggression that sent from anger it's just very very powerful sex <laughs> and most submissives <laughs> and bottoms love that 
<laughs> because it gives them the feeling of being taken, especially primary. But in every other aspect, especially aftercare, general being outside, the way I talk to you, the, the demeanor, text messages, how I talk to you with other people, all of that is very gentle, nurturing, never a come here bitch and do this and lay down on the floor while I kick my feet up on your back while I'm having a beer and all that weird humiliating shit. No, that's, that's not my thing. Hey! Hey, there's nothing wrong with the weird, humiliating shit if yeah, you're into it. it. Some people again, like being considered for Again, if you're into it, it's kind of like with the financial <laughs> doms. You'd be hard-pressed to find a male financial dom, but most financial doms are oh, yeah, women no. who are like, oh, motherfucker, kiss my feet and give me money. And these guys are like, yeah. wow, I wish I could. I ain't that pretty. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, Listen, uh, let me tell you, that whole kiss my feet, give me money thing, yeah. it works. Most girls I know... <laughs> who are financial doms they are on a set and have an Amazon wish list and they have to keep replenishing it because it gets fulfilled at least once a month because that's their thing you know my house is full of shit I did not pay for but I'm not (laughs) in it for any of those things I'm not in it for the gifts a girl can give me I'm not even as much in it for the sex although sex is wonderful it's more of the I'm the kind of guy who likes to take care of a girl you know because I, I see these girls out here, the sea of women, and it's always been, this isn't even a new phenomenon, who are like, God, if I just had a guy who would treat me right, I'm like, you would what? Want to find out? <laughs> 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 because I can remove that excuse real quick. God, if I just had a guy who would treat oh, me like a queen, mm-hmm. I'd be like, here, you're being treated like a queen, now what? Because that's how I treat you, and I don't know how to oh treat you any other way. What, guys, don't just pitch your feet up and start rubbing them for no reason? Guys don't sit there and, and run their fingers through your hair and lay your head in their lap and brush it. Guys don't get a cooking you breakfast. They don't give you massages. They don't, none of that. After they fuck the shit out of you, they don't sit there and give you a warm bath and then hold you until you're how pretty you are. Because that's a Tuesday person. And when I realized that that's what I was like, being a dom just means you're whatever you are to a higher degree. In that, put your hand in mine. I got you. That's the kind of dominance I like. The dominance of not, I'm taking something from you. I'm giving you something. Strength. I'm giving you my strength. I'm giving you my protection. And all you gotta give me is that look. That look of, daddy's got me. If a meteor falls out of the sky, he's got me. That's where my power comes from. Oh, it's interesting. It's good to, I... We're doing a we're doing a podcast. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm focused. I'm doing unfocused on things. Okay. So you are more like a, a daddy dominant or between a daddy dominant and a soft dom. I that sounds really nice. Um, I was also hoping we could sort of just you know distinguish what kind of dominant you think I am since he's uh, you've known me for four years. It's been four years, mm-hmm. right? And we have talked incredibly intimately about mm-hmm. these things. Um, so, uh, what kind of dominant am I? Well, <laughs> what do you the think? Doms, D-O-M-M-E-S, doms come in their own flavors that are mm-hmm. distinctly different from male dominant, and I love it. I love how doms are because mm-hmm. when male or female, someone thinks of a female dominant, they immediately think dominatrix. They think of somebody in a leather corset with all kinds of riding crops, locking guys in cages, and wearing diapers, eating dog food, and no. Women have mommies, <laughs> women have masters and mistresses, and women have, you know, all of those things. But 
you, because of the way of dominant you are, very ties into the kind of submissive you are. You know what you like, but you're also sensitive to how you feel. And while that normally could make you a mommy, you also don't play that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I would say... I mean, yeah. You are, and I know it's going to sound like a weird term, you could be considered a soft sadist. And what I mean by that is you would never inflict pain on someone just for the pleasure of hurting them. But if you knew somebody who really like, you know, I want you to put like clothespins on my balls while you're sucking my nose or something like that, you bet. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, um, that's, yeah, that's very true. I, well, you, look at you knowing me. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah, I, I definitely think I am, I would, I would consider myself a soft a soft sadist. I, I don't appreciate, like, like I like pain myself, so I understand that like pain and and I guess the anxiety that comes with pain can be very hot. So like I'm into that, but I'm not gonna inflict that on other people if they don't ask me. Like I I, I don't have an urge to hurt other people at all. So like if somebody wants me to tie them down and to hurt them, I'll yeah. I'll do it. But they gotta ask like really. And you're nice not people. squeamish. Like there are a lot of girls who go. Not only would I never peg a guy, I think that's disgusting. You'd be like, bruh, been over. Matter of fact, lay back your friends. <laughs> be like, hey, what? Hey, who exactly. and your friends? Yes, I'll do yeah, it. Exactly. Like, they, can, they can wait outside, they can watch, either way. Um, but yeah, it, it's about, for yeah. you, it's about pushing boundaries, not breaking them, pushing them, and about what pleases the other person, because you're also a pleaser like me. So you go, if this really is you off, I'll do it because it was never about my pleasure. My pleasure comes from the pleasure that I'm giving you because that gives me power. And that's exactly what I'm like. My net's in male. It can come from, you know, and I always tell this to guys. I'm like, guys, we really should be concentrating on the female organism because for us, it's insert someplace warm, preferably moist, repeat. <laughs> you need to master the craft of the female orgasm and how to play the shit like an instrument okay and it's not just that make a orgasm oh. make a soul orgasm well now you said so many different things that I'm like yeah I am definitely a pleaser and that's probably the only reason why I can be a dominant is because I know that it gets some people I really care about mm-hmm. off so I can absolutely do it because they because I want to please them and that's something that I can I can pull out just like just like just you know the target on my back just keep hitting it i guess my goodness all right so um so then let's see what do you think is is needed for a great dominant slash submissive dynamic like what do you think is like the most important you touched touched on it very early on communication it's all about that because people think because people are kinky or because they're poly or because they said they can't be cheated on, disrespected, lied to. Yes, they can. They very well can. So step one is communication. Mm-hmm. Always. I don't care how minute it is, yeah. how much you think it's not a big deal. Small things turn to big deals real quick when they're not talked about. So never dominant or submissive. Allow someone to trivialize how you feel. If you want to talk, they should if they care about you and it's more than just the sex. They should be like, what's going on? I know some dom sub couples that literally have a monthly, for lack of a better term, meeting 
how are we doing? Like, seriously, <laughs> like, how are we doing? Are we all right? Um, that couple yeah. I told you about, they do it once a year on their anniversary. That's not just baby, I love you, I love you too. Is there anything you want to get off your chest? Today is Amnesty Day because it's our anniversary. If something I'm doing pisses you off, if you don't like somebody who's a friend of mine or in my life that you want out, if there's something about our dynamic you want to change, if there's some sexual aspect you want to add or subtract, today's the day to talk about it because I'm going to go for the next year assuming we're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good point. A meeting. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, okay. So then I guess we can discuss like your boundaries and your, your kink boundaries that, you know, work with your dominance. Like, I mean, assuming like I, like I as a submissive and as a dominant wouldn't take any person to be my submissive or my dominant. So how does that work for you? Like, what are your boundaries as far as who you choose? Well, yeah, who you allow to choose you, I guess. Well, I mean, we'll set aside physical preferences, even though, of course, I like thicker girls. Sorry. I don't care how submissive. Yes, I don't care how you you are. If if you're skinny, I just can't get turned on. (laughs) I could do a scene (laughs) with you, but I'm not like, I want her. I I can't. I'm a big dude. I like big girls. Um, But uh, she can't be... Like I said earlier, there's a joke called Dominant from the Bottom. But I've seen quote-unquote submissives, male and female, who go beyond Brett. I can handle Brett. I can't handle someone who's basically backseat Dominant. What is this? You're not going to instruct me on how to Dom you. Because if I have to be told, I obviously wasn't paying attention. Now, you can lay out before the scene things okay so I like this I don't like that I kind of like this but if I kind of look like I'm getting uncomfortable you said please take my cues you know okay you've given me a framework to work with within this framework I'm going to do what I do you know but don't be in the middle of it while we're trying to be seen a scene isn't an internal person can break it as quick as an external one to me internally you should never break a scene unless you want to go full stop like uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not feeling it or I feel sick or I'm uncomfortable or this and that not blah 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 oh by the way uh this and that now you just threw me off <laughs> so now now I'm not enjoying it, you know? <laughs> uh, so so things yeah. like that just read your partner read your potentials don't rush into anything and really get to know the person like any other relationship even a friendship get to know them like what they really like if you find out someone who you're interested in the dom as a sub is a nerd and like fantasy shit use that oh you want to dress up like cal Drogo and khaleesi let's do it but if they're really into sports maybe they want to do a you know football player coach kind of thing you don't know until you know them because if all you know is the bedroom you don't know shit about yeah um it's really uh, this is I feel like a really good question because I use am an alpha submissive and for some people they don't they understand that as like a brat like I push back and I do push back because I feel like as a dominant that dominant should be constantly earning my submission and that sounds like fucked up like submission can to some people can be considered a gift right and I consider it a gift so if I'm giving you my submission then it's not just because you know six months ago you made me feel like that was something we could do like I want I want to push on somebody and make sure like it's kind of like challenging I guess but I I don't know I'm not sure where that comes from like I am still much a very much a oh 
<laughs> you want to uh-huh. tell the people? <laughs> because, because this is also okay. a part of what I choose as far as the submissive. I've been with girls who are quote unquote submissive, not because they choose to submit, but because they really are codependent. Because they really don't know how to survive on their own and they really want somebody to take care of them like for real. Like this isn't just, I like doing the scenes and this gets me off. I don't know how to like pay bills and keep a house and and be an adult. I want to stay 16 the rest of my life. So if I lay down and let you fuck me, will you just take care of everything? Sorry, no. (laughs) That's a good dumb thing. I don't want to dumb a lamb because anybody can get a lamb or a doe to submit. But when a lioness fresh from the hunt the blood of the kill still on her lips and claws comes back in after her babies are fed and then raises her tail to you you must be sim- you must be Mufasa period Scar-, Scar can go get a damn you know uh uh-uh. uh I want the lioness to be like no this motherfucker here can make children with me this motherfucker here can tie me down this motherfucker here can quote unquote put me in my place but even he has to get tested because people get get you real quick. The lion can get lazy real quick. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel I feel like that. Like it's definitely like I want to. I, I want to know that I'm dealing with somebody who isn't getting complacent because I'm not a complacent person. I am constantly in any kind of relationship. I am constantly trying to please the people that I'm with, and though I know that that sounds kind of like. I guess whack like I'm a very independent person but I also know what it's like to care for others and that makes me so it brings me so much joy so like I'm always going to be thinking about my my person and helping you know feel like feeling for them and trying to make things good for them and everything so I want that same energy so like when it comes to a dominant it's like you know I'm gonna keep poking you because uh I want to make sure you can poke back the way I like you said poke. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Real doms and real subs are both empaths. Where that comes from, you constantly wanting to please, isn't you being, because some people think, damn, are you just so weak you want to please somebody? No. When I see that look of joy on their face and the look of pride that it came from me, I feed on that. Not even in a malicious way. This isn't parasitic, it's symbiotic. It's the same way parents feel when their kids open up the yeah. Christmas presents. I just spent a grand on what's around that tree, but look at their faces. That's my present. Yeah. When I do a scene and she's laying there, bruised, stretched, leaking, and as pleased as a, a pussycat, looking like Scarlett O'Hara after Red Butler took her up and stared, I can look at her and go, I did that. <laughs> Not, I got my rocks off in five minutes inside of a girl's vagina. I got her off. And in a, in a way, she would be talking to her homegirls about tomorrow. If she ain't messaging them right now. In a way where she hears other girls talk about their sex life and she pities them. That's what she wants. That or nothing. Like, oh, so he just comes in drunkenly, lays on top of you like Mr. on Color Purple, pumps for about five minutes and rolls up and goes to sleep. Wow, I'm sorry. If you knew the shit I was doing last night, I could have filmed it and made money. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so let's move on before we get uh, stuck. 
does your uh, does your dominance take place outside yes. of the bedroom also, yes. or is it just in a different uh, in a different form? It does. Okay. In the bedroom, I'm very aggressive oh. during sex and then very gentle after. But out in the world, I am not a drag you by the hand, do this, do that. You know, I'm not uh, money Mike. How you doing? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Get the throne. No. But I am the kind <laughs> who, after I've kind of learned your taste, will order for you in a restaurant. And she'd like, because you'd correct me if that's what you wanted in the mood for, but we were probably talking about what we were going to eat in the car. But I'll do things like pull out your chair, open your uh-huh. door, order for you, pay for it. And about paying for things, that goes without saying, and I don't think that insults any woman's femininity because I love the meme that shows Beyonce and Jay-Z sitting in a restaurant and goes, this is a gentleman. Beyonce could buy this restaurant. doesn't matter. I'm a man. I'm taking you out. You're not taking me out. I'm taking you out. <laughs> so I'm paying for it and with no expectation yeah. in return. And if we're dating, if we're beyond expectations, you're probably going to have your hand on the table. But, uh, but yeah. But, but yeah, oh. the dominance <laughs> in that term just goes back to how men were several decades ago, but the ones who earned it. You know what I mean? The the picture that was painted that we all knew was bullshit because you're like, no, what this meant was some asshole who's domineering. But what about the ones who really were doing everything but laying their coat down over a puddle? You know? The ones who are really like, want to carry you over the threshold. Yeah. The ones who really want to, just as you're walking by, just slap you on the ass and not even pull you, just bah, damn girl, and just have you keep walking. Little stuff like that, you know? <laughs> So you mean like chivalry, mm-hmm. but like modern, like modern chivalry. Like you, you also respect your partner as a person and you obviously will talk to them, connect with them and everything like that. But there's a chivalrous part of you that's kind of traditional in a way. And you, you look for somebody who's yep. interested in that as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So then it would be kind of like 19, not 1950s lifestyle, like, like house domestication or anything like that but it could be like those things those role plays could fit into what you would set up um, in your another life, friend of mine she's submissive and that is literally her kink because her, her and her man they're rockabilly so her kink is literally poodle skirts mm, cute. loosey hair I take I stay home I take care of the house she, she has an at-home business too like she works from home but she's just like he goes to the office he comes home at five I have a martini waiting for him I make dinner we make love, you know, that's my man. But, you know, she still makes decisions as far as the bill and all that shit. Like, they're not that old-fashioned. But the day-to-day stuff. Honey, I made pot roast, and blah, 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 and here you go. Sit down. You know. Cute, cute. And I do want to say, like, disclaimer, like, there's nothing wrong with people who want to be in whatever relationship. Like, as long as everybody's doing it consensually and they understand what's going on, then, like, I'm absolutely, like, it's fine. But, like, I do appreciate modern chivalry where it's like, yes, we can take care of each other, but also we're both involved mm-hmm. in all the important shit. Like, I'm not a person that wants to be taken care of blindly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So then um, that's cool. I like I that. That, uh, that flows. Well, um, what other kinks do you have and uh, how do well, they fold into your dominance I also dominance don't want to admit it that doesn't like the same thing sexually that I do because they're going to be things I'm going to want to do and I'm probably not going to want to hear no to them. So if there's somebody who was going to say no, like they're their hard stops, I'd be like, I respect your hard stops. These are things that I sexually desire, so I'm probably going to put them in the 
there are other things we could probably do, but if you're, for instance, not in the anal for you, I'm like, what are we even talking about? <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me you don't like hot sauce on your food, <laughs> you know? <laughs> be like me going, okay, so let's go out to eat. I know there's a great Mexican place, so I don't eat Mexican. Get out of my car. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what are you talking about? You don't eat it. Like the entire Excellent. cuisine, you haven't found one freaking thing. You, okay. Your basic chicken, you know, it's just like, <laughs> So have I domed women who are vanilla? Yeah, because a lot of them, it was their introduction to the lifestyle. And they're like, well, I've had fantasies and I do know I want a guy to take charge, but I don't know about all the leather and this and this and that. I might let you tie me up a little bit, do this. Okay, I'll be gentle. And for people who are first being introduced, a, a soft dom is kind of a good way to go because they're not gonna go buck wild. They're not gonna have cane you on the first date or some shit, you know? They'll be like, all right, well, let's try some restraint. Let's okay. try a little bit of breath play, a little soft choking. Well, is this all right? And they'll be attentive. Is this okay? Are you all right? Until we know your limits and don't have to ask. Because that breaks scene. If I have to keep asking if you're okay, then you're not getting into the heat and control. Oh, you said anal was oh, one of your kinks. Um, what's, what's another one of them? Uh, age play. You know, I'm almost 45 and I talk to a lot of people under 30. Um, as far as anal play, gaping most definitely, because again, I'm about boundary pushing, so it's not just about the playing with your ass, see the limits we can take it to, you know. Uh, see, yeah. when I say water play, I don't mean water sports, because I think the involving, uh, I'm not about using those bodily fluids and sex, but I mean like enema play and things like that, that second problem. Uh, um, I'm not big oh, about okay. food only because, you know, I've done the science and there's just too much chance of yeast infections and whatnot. Let's not. <laughs> you know, I don't need to put whipped cream on you that bad. Yeah. You know. And, uh, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Right. So what was your, what's your aftercare style? Like, I know that, you know, you would probably do aftercare for the submissive, however they like, but what do you need? Um, for aftercare as a dominant. thank you for asking that question. Because a lot of subs are probably shocked to hear that we need aftercare too. Because I don't like selfish submissives either. Mm -hmm. Who, okay, I know it's all about you, but do you have to act like it's all about you? <laughs> Your job submissive is you're supposed to be getting off on <laughs> making it all about me. You know what I mean? How are you pleasing me? If my job is just to tie you up and, you know, fill every hole until you come all over the place, you're kind of just using me then. You know? My aftercare yeah. is holding it. My aftercare is your aftercare. My aftercare is you laying against me purring like a kitten. You know, mine is you going to walk to the bathroom, trying to walk, uh, and coming back out that door after and just looking at me like, oh, dear God, that's power. A girl, you know, with a black eye on the floor, that's not power. A girl crying legitimate tears that's not power a girl being yeah. scared of you that's not power a girl looking at you like you just wrecked my whole body i can't wait till you can do it again that's power right i mean well power to you because obviously for other dominants it is different and for other submissives it is different as well but yeah interesting okay um so what kind of advice uh do you have for people who are trying to break into this lifestyle and especially for single men who are trying to um, obtain a submissive. I tell them to remember the scene in the first Matrix when Neo first meets the Oracle. And she points to a wooden carving on her wall. She says, see what that means? You know what that means? And it's in Latin. It says, know thyself. 
when you think of that perfect submissive in your mind, guys, when you think of that girl who just is everything you want, everything you need, she's exactly what you desire. Become her brother for a second. Would you want her coming anywhere near you? So instead of concentrating so much on trying to get the woman you want, become the man that you are, the dom that you are. And believe me, she will come to you. She will see you and be like, yeah, him. <laughs> that one. In a very primal Conan the Barbarian, this man can produce strong sun sort of way, twinges in the back of the brain going, no, this is the one that can club me upside the head and carry me off. This is the one that's like, you know, the Schwarzenegger fool. That, that's real alpha, not being the toughest and not being the, you know, the best athlete or having the nicest car or the most money. It's when she looks at you and goes, yeah, you make me feel not only not threatened, but safe. Safe enough to do the weird shit that would normally be threatening with anybody else. Your dominance is not only not prison, it's my playground. That's hot. <laughs> wow, I just turned into Paris Hilton. For a lot of this uh, podcast, listening to you speak is uh, pretty hot too. Okay, um, I'm glad that we discussed aftercare and uh, definitely a little bit of advice. That, that's really helpful. I feel like a lot of single men and a lot of younger single men <laughs> are trying desperately to be dominant without really understanding what it is and what that means. Like I did hook up with a with a guy that was 10 years younger than me. I know, I know, it was a lot. But anyway, um, he wanted to be a dominant and he tried to multiple times to like take my submission you know like he would say do this do like do this and I'm like no <laughs> he'd be like do it and then be like no the, the answer is no and now I'm upset and you should leave you know like he didn't understand boundaries and all that so I was trying to like teach him that that's not how you treat people even if you're trying to be controlling the situation that's not what you do and it's just like you know learning that you know you kind of have to work on yourself first and understand who you are first before you can even sort of enter this kind of relationship. Like clearly a lot of communication happens and clearly to have these kinds of conversations, you have to know where you stand. So it takes a lot of thought and a lot of study and a lot of understanding and communication. And so I'm glad that that's been confirmed by a real dominant. Now, how long have you been um, in the kink world? How long has it been for you? 16 years. Sixteen years. Oh, great. So you've, so you know very much, you know exactly what to do and how to, and you've been studying this entire time, right? Like but you don't just like that means I came into it learning. when I was twenty-eight years old, not eighteen, not twenty-one, not twenty-five. Trying to call myself a dom, I had been a grown man for ten years, having adult sex for <laughs> ten years before I even came close to calling mm-hmm. myself one. And do you still like read up on things and study stuff and and I tell like, you this, read up on uh, people you're I've interested in? I've learned so much by going parties where scenes take place but one of the first things I learned was don't fuck with the scene like I would see someone doing a scene and I'd be fascinated by it you have to stand like six feet respectfully back and you can observe from afar don't talk to them don't interfere don't do anything because they're in whatever space they're in and some people don't even want to be looked like okay well then why'd you come to a party and do it in public but you know um but yeah it's you learn constantly new things. Like I've been taught by other doms how to flog properly. 
how to no no space your legs apart like this no just like this like a female dom was like no you've got to control this do this like she's being more aggressive than i am was that i learned from a female dom and i was yeah. like just like proper flogging techniques you know and i've learned you know this because if you don't refine your technique with yeah. anything else you can hurt someone or yourself and certain things may have been you know taught wrong like she said no when you're striking here the danger zones don't hit here that's where her kidneys are don't hit on the spine you can hit here here and here i didn't know that shit but to have someone show me here's how you properly do yeah. shibari here's how you tie here's how you don't cut off circulation all of that matters well it looks like you're gonna have to teach me a thing or two you know that'd be kind of helpful are you yeah, looking yeah. for a tea? Well, um, thank you so much for, for talking to me and, and talking for my listeners and giving us an inside look uh, at dominance. And I appreciate you visiting you know, visiting so my podcast. I. And yes, I had anytime. a lot of fun. I hope we can do it again.